Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. That will be one of the legendary intros of all time. And that is... Really? Yes. Legendary? Of all time. Hmm. Yeah. Of all time. Yeah. Wow. That's all wild. time. That's we need pretty to play big. It as, need to play it as often as we can. Yeah. It's, why why, it's, questioning why it is so it one of the Rick? most... Why is it the most legendary <laughs> of all time? That's what I'm curious about. Well, I, just, I was just thinking as it was playing. Yeah. Um... We've been doing this now for what, Trey, fifteen or so years? Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's just so become it's legendary. legendary now. Yeah, over time. Well, the the sponsor has changed. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. One so that's why I was thinking, you know, about that. Well, that makes it even. Does it make it even greater? I guess so. Okay. I was wondering if Trey used the uh, record service to call Sam Pittman about. Um, Nick Saban and, and Jimbo Fisher's comments, because you can't do that now, can you? <laughs> <laughs> no. The only time I've used the record service, fortunately, we, we lost a pair of keys one time, and we had to have uh, we had to have it towed to the dealership. That was, that was the only time I have had to use Ashley Wrecker. Isn't that a bummer? <laughs> it, was not, it was not a pleasant day. Right. But, yeah, uh, but it's bummer. great they were available. showed up right on time. So that's yeah. They were quick and uh, yeah. friendly and uh, and got us taken care of. That's right. It's just a bummer. I mean, you got you, with all the technology you got today, you'd think there'd been a way that you wouldn't have had to call in the record company, Asher Record Service Company, yeah. to come in. It's called not losing your keys. Yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think about uh, Nick and Jimbo? Well, I think it's pretty interesting. I mean, obviously everybody's uh, everybody's following that story, and uh, I've watched you know all the interview or I guess you call them interviews, press conferences. Uh, Nick's was more of just like a a Q and A, I guess, session. Right. But mm-hmm. well, I mean, he shouldn't have called out anybody. I mean, that's kind of like a, a deal between coaches. You know, you don't you don't call out people specifically like that. Um, I do think that Nick made some good points, and. Me and Marcus got into a bit of an argument yesterday on on some of the topics. Yeah, Yeah, well, well, I mean, I tend to think that there should be rules for things, and I don't know that – I don't know that he did. Um, you know, I don't think you can just fly down the highway. You know, no. just because you, you know, this is this is great. You know, uh, there's got to be rules. So, but you know, and I, I'm all. I don't want people to misconstrue my stance on it because I'm for uh, players being able to profit off their name, image, likeness, and all that stuff. Uh, but I do think that Saban has some interesting points when it gets down to the recruiting aspects of it. And I don't know what the answer is. I just know that there needs to be some regulation that the NCAA. Or whoever the governing body, you know, is in the future, has to be able to enforce certain rules that create uh, a more even playing field, where it's not just about who's going to pay me the most money. And I do think that we've, you know, in this day and age, you know, we talk about the transfer portal a lot, and you know, we talk about taking care of these athletes, making sure they're getting money and all this stuff. A significant amount of these players that are going into the transfer portal are never coming out. 
And I'm talking yeah. about the guys who's backup yeah. quality. Yeah. The guy who used to go to campus, go to school for four years. You know, yeah. he was he was, you know, a good player. He wasn't a starter. Um, and he'd get his degree. And now that guy is getting, you know, kind of pushed aside to the transfer portal because we got to get better players in here. we got to compete. These are the rules. This is the way things are structured. And that guy gets put in the transfer portal and never gets a college degree. Yeah. And I just think that you're doing a disservice to those people. Um, you know, it's just like cycling players in and out. And, and the guys that are elite get paid a lot, and the guys that don't um, really kind of get screwed over in this whole deal. I don't know how they're going to fix it. I don't know how they're going to figure out. I just know that I'm not a big fan of the direction that we're headed in college athletics. That doesn't mean I don't think that players should be paid and players should get money for you know their name, image, life, their market value. Um, but something's got to change with it. And that's all I was trying to say yesterday. Um, and Marcus and I disagree on that. I, I well, got a little stage, I'll admit. There, but, there's uh, but there's no structure. Have, but Marcus and I are good friends, too. So Of course. And I think the thing that Saban brought up, and, and we had a call earlier, Micah, you know, there's no structure to it. If there was a structure, and these coaches are used to structure, and, and some have taken advantage of no, of no structure. The hard thing is the NCAA is now saying that they're going to put in policies and it's retroactive and all that kind of stuff. And who believes that that's going to be enforceable? Yeah. The can't do that. I I think it's going to take either a new organization forming or something drastic where they say, okay, we're starting over. Here's our group. Here's the 120 football schools or whatever. We're having our organization, and these are the rules with NIL. That to me, that's the only way they're going to get it done. They can't start from here, can they? In the NCAA, what, what's the NCAA yeah. going to do? I know it's almost just like you're, you know, you you almost just have to start over. And I mean, it's what is it? It's going to be just another, a different name, <laughs> you know. But uh, you know, I just they they've got to figure something out. And you know, I think that there's you know they make a good point also about like you know you've got you know these collectives where boosters are giving money and then the money go. It's almost just like buying players anyway so i don't know how you get around it and we can talk about it all day but i just know that something needs to be there's got to be something in place to give this thing more structure and i don't well, know what i mean it, okay is. Is, is it not paying the players is that really yes what nil amounts to paying the players okay that I mean that was a term you i mean that's kind of what it's then it's why, then why but supposedly for doing something. They're then not paying the money. Well, They're supposed to do something that. for it. Yeah. But then why not set up a collective that it pays everybody? But the only problem is in paying everybody, are you going to be able to pay everybody to the level that it's going to be satisfactory um, for the NCAA? Because I don't think – well, not I mean, not the, uh, not the NCAA, the courts. Because if you, if you set up a pay system for the players – is that not basically putting a cap on what their earnings? And I thought that was kind of where the courts were siding towards is they don't want earnings to be capped. That's what has been in times past the issue. They weren't getting anything. Right. So I'm now not for capping earnings either. Yeah, I'm not for, I'm not for that. But there's got to be some type of structure. I mean, look at the NFL. You know, the NFL has a salary cap. 
You know, there, there's some kind of structure there. The NFL, if a player, you know, you send a player to another place, then you get something back for that. Um, you know, in college, you just you just lose the guy. You could invest everything you have into him, um, and he's you know he's you're pro- you're benefiting off off of him, profiting, benefiting, however you want to put it, off of him too. But you don't when there's a break. It's just like a clean break, and I don't. It just doesn't. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. It ta- it's going to take somebody obviously with a, their full time job being figuring out what this is, you know. Um, but I'm not. I'm not for saying, "Hey, you're you're limited to 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 making this much money out there." You know, the NFL. We talk about salary caps and stuff. That's within the organization. But you know, whoever Tom Brady can go make as much money as he wants in endorsement deals. Right. Nothing stopping that. The thing of it is, is market is Tom Brady's getting market value. He's getting you know these deals because. Right. He's Tom Brady. Right. <laughs> he's a superstar. Right. You know, he's not getting these deals to say, you know, hey, Tom Brady, come to New Orleans. We'll get you, you know, we'll get you this, this sponsorship deal. <laughs> That's right. You know? Yeah. He's not doing it for a hamburger is what you're saying. No. He doesn't eat hamburgers. It's no. Tom Brady. What? And I haven't, okay. I haven't seen any college athletes in Subway ads either. So, you know, it's it's. These are all local deals. There's there's nobody getting a national deal that I know of. Do you? Uh, well, I saw DJ unpronounceable last name guy for um, Clemson. He was in that Dr Pepper commercial. A national Dr Pepper commercial, really? Okay, yes. well, I, I haven't mm-hmm. seen it. Wow, goodness. I'm sure. Yeah, there you know they others. do those Fansville commercials. Those two, the those two girls. Those two young ladies out in California. Yeah, they're doing national ads. They were doing a national, wasn't it a uh, telecommunications national deal? Do you think Nick Saban and Deion Sanders are going to be any um, Geico commercials again? Or not no. Geico? What's together. One? Aflac, <laughs> Aflac, yeah, together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah, seem so. They seem so friendly to each other in those yeah, commercials. They're such, yeah. yeah, such buddies. Okay, let's talk with uh, Razorback Bob. Robert, good afternoon. you got a question or comment for Trey. I do, but first let me say, well, good afternoon, everybody. And good uh, afternoon to you. Rick, Rick, one thing I think you'll ever see is is uh, Coach Saban and Jimbo Fisher on the Aflac commercial. You'll never see that, I don't <laughs> No, think. probably not. I, I wouldn't think so. <laughs> Destin no. will be interesting. Uh, that would be uh, much-watched uh, television. I'll put it to you that way. They ought yeah. to stream it. They ought to show it on TV or something. Ratings, it, Randy? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Trey, I called in for one reason today. Just to tell you that I'm your friend today. <laughs> That's very nice of I you. Was, I was listening yesterday, and I'm just like the rest of you guys. I mean, Marcus is a good friend, but I'm like, Marcus, quit being hard-headed and just let it lay, you know. I I agree. I agree with you, Trey. I, I do think I, – I think both both the uh, transfer portal and, and the NIL both needs to be looked at really close and some things needs to be changed because I think both of – you know, one thing – one thing, when you look at the Razorbacks on one hand, you know, to be able to plug those holes and get a guy in here that's got experience, oh, it's great and wonderful. But, but Trey, Rick, and Randy, I, I feel like those athletes coming out of high school that, 
that may be on the bubble that might have enough time, uh, you know, talent to play D1. Uh, I, I believe that this uh, transfer portal is going to knock a lot of them out of getting scholarships and maybe get y'all's opinion. But uh, let me finish by saying, guys, I'm, I, I, you know, I see this stuff going. I couldn't be more proud of all of our coaches at the University of Arkansas. And not only of our coaches, there's not a man in the country, I'm convinced, that could take 100 years check and, and take his place and, and do as good a job. He's just done an outstanding fantastic job and i think he would be a man that frank Burles would be proud of and that's my comments and all of y'all have a great weekend and god bless you and love your show thank you bob that is one thing i think we can all agree on for sure is your check has really done a masterful job yeah. as arkansas's athletic director it is it's crazy to think about how well all these sports are performing and some of the hires that he's made some of them obvious some of them some of them are reaches i mean like obviously like sam Pittman. Pittman. yeah yeah like like the uh, gymnastics coach how old was she 23 when they yeah. hired her yeah 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 and even know. eric musselman I mean, to some extent you know he wasn't any major name in college basketball yeah, yeah he was he was more a re, more realistic i mean i think that when he was hired bit. initially people were pretty excited about you know the yeah. prospects of adding Musselman, just what he'd done at Nevada. But no, it wasn't like Arkansas. I mean, Kelvin Sampson was the guy everybody was talking about first that's off. That's right. You know, wasn't like hiring the guy Bill that's Self. Been around the block. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Well, yeah, Musselman's been, a... been around the block, I guess, but right. Sampson been around the block in college more. Yeah. Let's talk with uh, William. William, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Yeah, I do. You know, I have a. What, what about this? Is there anything about the NCAA coming in and saying, as far as NIL, NIL is concerned, that freshmen can't participate, and it grows incrementally as you grow up, as you go in class? Uh, that would kind of negate the whole recruiting issue. I'm going to hang up and listen, see if there's anything mm-hmm. to that. Well, how, how can you? Well, do I mean, that? that's basically in a what it is. System. How can you do that? Well, but basically, you can't use it for recruiting. Right. You know, it's not but supposed to be used. When you're a freshman, you can get it though. Yes, you can. Yeah. You can. Um, yeah, the problem is you're, you know, you're using it to lure players to your school. No doubt. And that's not what it was intended to be. I, I think Saban's right on that. But I don't know how you get around that. Well, it's, for instance, Texas's group, giving these $50,000 to offensive linemen, they believe yeah. that they have done everything, they've documented everything exactly the way it's supposed to be with the NCAA, and if somebody comes in and challenges them, they're suing them. You know, so yeah. what, do you, what do you do? And they're not saying if you come to Texas and you play offensive line, you're going to get $50,000. They just did it. They just delivered. And so it's, it's obvious if you play offensive line, come to Texas, you're going to get $50,000. Yep. Um, and that you know that's something we were talking about yesterday. That's one reason the NCAA did the one-time free and clear transfer, because every time that they would deny somebody, they would get sued. Correct. Yeah, that's right. And so tired they, of getting sued. And they rarely win lawsuits. And yeah. that that's and that's the danger of this. If they start instilling rules, and some and somebody somehow gets limited that hasn't been limited. They're going to get sued, and they're going to lose, and they know that. I don't know how they can backtrack. That's what that's how. what Saban was saying. There has to be some kind of protection for them to, so they can enforce their, their rules. I mean, 
obviously the the NFL is a wholly different type of deal, but they're able to have rules and enforce rules. Now, like me and Marcus were saying yesterday, they also have um, a players association and, you know, the players are have feedback and, you know, they go back and forth negotiating over certain things. And I would be all for that. I don't think that that's a, a bad thing. If it gets us out of the state that we're in right now, then let's explore that. Let's explore, you know, um, I don't know what you would call it, but a player's organization to where, and I'm, I'm sure there's something on some small ever, but like a real organization where they're represented and, you know, maybe we can get to some common ground. Which how can you get common ground, though, when I'm getting a million and you're getting 100000 or whatever it may be? Um, I mean, that's, that's just like, – that's just – that's the market. That's the what we have to what we have to get to is like companies wanting to endorse athletes and athletes being able to make money off of social media and things like that uh, based on their own merit and not based on what you could do for us right. as a recruit. You know, like KJ Jefferson's a better quarterback than a lot of these guys that are high school quarterbacks that are getting or asking for a bunch of money to go to the school. And KJ has like an Invisalign deal or something on his on his Instagram. He's not KJ's not making a bunch of money, you know. He missed the boat on that, but he's a guy that probably you know should warrant you know getting some NIL money and and probably in a in a pretty decent way to where you know he's he's feeling like he's made some money um, versus somebody who who really hasn't done anything yet. Is today not his birthday? Is it? I think it KJ? is. KJ? KJ. I think it's his birthday today. If so, we we'll celebrate KJ Jefferson every day. Yeah. Yeah. You do. <laughs> yeah. Well, Joe, good afternoon. You got a question? Today is KJ Jefferson's birthday. He yeah, is uh, now 21 years old. On the subject of you all been talking about, I wonder if there's ever been any exploration of maybe – some kind of contract deal where you, when you, when they get these kids out of high school to go on a scholarship or whatever, that you, that you get them in a contract that would guarantee them, you know, that, that they could stay if, as long as they wanted to unless they both agreed to change it. And, uh, and then, well, I can remember uh, when a four-year scholarship was a big deal. People were talking about that all the time. Nobody talks yeah. about a four-year scholarship anymore. Yeah, I know it's uh, But also, he included that contract language about the portal. You know, it, you can have certain ways to get in and out of the portal uh, with that particular contract, and also you can have. Uh, you could have you could say that in that contract if they want to do NIL stuff, NIL stuff, that, that's up to them and whoever they want. You know, they, they right, want to that's the thing. You can't really control how much somebody can make in NIL stuff. But I mean, what you're talking about is a little bit like two different things. Thank you, Joe. We got to run. Trey, have a great weekend. We'll talk with you on Monday. That is Trey Beatty of HogSports.com.
being brought to you by Asher Record Service. 